to. So what will happen when we start living to 120 and even 200 years? And that's not far away. A person has already been born, is already on the planet, is going to live to 200 years. Hey, I'm John Harris, and welcome to another episode of Exponential Radio. The question of aging and longevity uh, is a very important one, and it has both positive and negative connotations. And these are some of the points and issues we're going to talk about today. Intergenerational relationships. You know, we talk about uh, the design of cities, and when people live longer, the longevity, how they're going to change the structure and the buildings that people live in. We're going to talk about um, education. Uh, we're going to talk about lifestyle fitness. And we're going to talk about technology and innovation. And how we talk, but we'll also talk about working and working longer, um, healthcare. And lastly, we're going to be talking about financial security and aging. So if you just jump in and we look at intergenerational relationships, for the first time in history, we have families, some certain families that have five generations. And that's because of the length of age that the older generation, the oldest generation are living to. Um, Japan's got one of the highest uh, expected life expectancies, and that's in the, in the mid-80s. And it's increasing all the time because of the care that's been now been given. So intergeneration uh, relationships are interesting in that it is good in ways that the older generations can pass on experience and help with uh, the younger generations, both in, in giving uh, attendance and focus and attention to, but it also creates a problem in that a lot of the uh, generations seem to be separated by distance and, and the places that they live as the world has become a smaller place in, in as far as living in different areas of different countries is concerned. But the, the intergenerational gener, relationships are going to be an important factor as this increases. And we can see at the top end, as people start to live out longer and longer, uh, it's definitely going to have a, an impact on how the younger generations are going to be supporting those older generations. When we talk about longevity and uh, city structures and the, the construction and the future planning of cities, we've got to start thinking about things like automotive travel, but also buildings themselves and how the access for the elderly people, how it's going to be made and designed that it becomes more conducive to uh, old people being able to live in so much longer. We also need access to facilities and how the cities are going to be run and designed, keeping in mind that these things need to be planned for fairly early because it's going to be upon us very quickly. So cities will need to be designed differently. People are working from home. Um, the commutes are being cut. And we're looking at different structures and different ways of designing smart houses um, and, and, and also with specific design, thinking about how we're going to handle aging populations. Let's just talk a little bit about the education and length of life span because, you know, up to now we've had countries that some of the developing countries perhaps that have 7 to 10 years of learning and others that are going 13, 14, 15 years in more advanced first world countries 
and this is going to extend because what's happening now is obviously if you did a a job and you worked and you studied first for a certain number of years that 20 years is now you know 10 years 20 years it's extending out as we then work for longer so instead of 40 years that's going to extend because the retirement age is going to also go out uh, to keep people working longer so these are things that we're going to be looking at in education because you're going to have to do a lifetime of lifetime learning what's happening is with the formal sector of education things are moving too quickly for the length of time some of these programs are taking in the formal sector of education we're looking at specifically online learning and self-education which is a lifetime learning. So these renewed skills, renewed knowledge, renewed attitudes in different areas of education that, that we can be doing for a lifetime. And it's beginning to become very important. It is an area that that is growing, that is working fairly well. Um, perhaps, uh, as I spoke a little earlier on the, on the cities, the readiness of cities, that will have more advanced nations, the Scandinavian, Scandinavian countries perhaps will be able to do better at that. Um, We'll have to see what happens in the less developed nations. Lifestyle, fitness, and uh, longevity, of course, are all interrelated. So the types of life that we are leading, um, it, it, the different types of lifestyles are now conducive to less stress. Well, hopefully head towards less stress. And the fitness is, is on the increase. Although many of the first world countries have huge obesity problems, it is becoming more... Um, necessary to go in, into fitness and looking at lifestyle uh, f to actually keep the health of an aging population. So these things are going to be important as to what sort of funding goes into these and the funding of individuals and families of how they can partake in fitness, in gymnasiums, in lifestyles that are less stressful. And we're specifically looking at environments here. Um, what type of environment will be conducive to a, a, a lifestyle that increases longevity. Um, these are things that people are looking at that they are now moving out of the cities. So a lot of people are now going in the opposite direction and they're looking for places that are more conducive to a pleasing environment. Fitness programs have changed radically and people have learned how to get a maximum output from a minimum input when it comes to fitness and obviously food. Uh, dietary requirements so that is is having a major impact on longevity technology uh, and innovation are the, probably the biggest um, factors when it comes to longevity we're talking things of genomic about genomics we're talking about nanotech and medicines we're talking about uh, other devices specifically the detection of disease of of, of degenerative diseases the detection now has become far, far more advanced than the old practitioner, doc, general doctor that used to tap you on the knee and check down your throat. They can do tests now, rapid tests for 50 different types of cancers. They can do, you can have wearables that link directly to your, your doctor. You have toothbrushes that link to your dentist. There's going to be wearables, but there's also going to be uh, nanotech that will also detect various aspects of your body's health we've become very knowledgeable we've become on on the body on on a lot of the functionality of the body and the cells so this is this has been an ongoing uh program and it's it, it, it is really going to advance the length of of 
of longevity, uh, switching of the telomeres to stop the aging process. Uh, we've got 3D printing for replacement of body parts. And obviously, we're getting robotics into surgery that are very, very accurate in the, in the ability to perform surgery. So these things are all on the go. They are happening now. We've also got uh, Neuralink, which is linking up to from, uh, linking up the brain to the to the internet and so forth, where it's helping people who have got problems with with arms, legs, spines, uh, being able to now walk again and being able to bypass many of the injured areas. So they will also be living longer. So the population is going to expand. And as it expands with longevity, it will start to bring other problems. Obviously, one of the areas that a lot of concern is the next point, which is working longer. So the idea was great to say that people would retire later and would work longer. And the problem here is the number of new jobs that are available for younger people as opposed to older people, the employment of older people. But more importantly, the disappearance of jobs over the next couple of decades because of AI. So what will happen when we get more and more people in the workplace and less and less jobs? There's going to have to be a restructuring of how we value our time and how we structure our time because work is heading towards becoming obsolete. And we're talking still plenty of time, but it is heading that direction. If we free ourselves up from work, what else are we, how are we going to structure our time? What are we going to do? It become a very severe problem because although people complain about work, it does give us a well-structured, balanced life um, in as much as that we have to do a specific amount of time that we are doing something constructive as far as work is concerned. When we don't do constructive things, uh, human beings tend to be more destructive. So that is going to be a very big issue. Um, the next thing is health healthcare itself. So we, we, with the healthcare, as I've mentioned, you're going to be getting, um, you know, mobile medicines. You're going to be getting things like um, auto, automotive transport that is um, doesn't need licenses. It's going to be people be able to get on and off vehicles. So this healthcare, you're going to be looking at robots that are going to do healthcare, take care of people at home, uh, act as health carers. There are a lot of things coming about when it comes to healthcare that's going to have a huge impact on again extending life. The thing that we've got to worry about with healthcare is again the system getting overloaded. So and the cost. There's a lot of disparity in all of these points we're chatting about when it comes to first world and second world and third world countries. So we healthcare will be very important and it'll be very important for technology to drop the costs to make it affordable. And this, again, is going to be in view with working and the generation of income and what businesses will survive into the future. So we'll see how it goes. But with healthcare, um, there are a lot of improvements. Um, the hospitals themselves and how, how people can also be cared for at, the, in, at home. So those will do, perhaps help as far as the medical concerns with regard to hospitals are concerned with the number of beds that are available. And healthcare itself, with as we mentioned, nanotech and different types of genomics for medicines and so on and so forth. We have a few barriers to get over because we've seen that when these things get politicized and various giant corporations try to control things just purely for profit, 
we head into dark waters. So those kind of things are going to have to have a lot of legislation and regulation to make sure that they are rolled out correctly. Lastly, financial security and aging is another big area of concern because financial security on pension, pension funds, what happens when we extend out? We do a short-term amount, we work a certain amount of time or have no work and then we have to survive for much, much longer. So instead of retiring at 60 or 70, we could extend it out a long way. And how are we going to fund these things? How are people going to have security? How are their pensions going to last? How are their medical aids going to last? A very big problem is going to be financial security. A lot of the big countries um, that have got social welfare states are collapsing. Japan being the biggest, uh, it ran into problems a long time ago with the fact that people lived long, longer. 20 years longer meant a lot more people were in the line and in the the, the realm of receiving pensions, as that expand, expanded exponentially, there was less and less people feeding that pot in, in ratio to the number of people taking out. So that was a collapse that's happened in many countries that look at social welfare. So the numbers don't add up. And again, I'm not sure how these numbers will add up in the future when we look at AI and the loss of jobs. It's going to be very difficult to balance the books and have this systems that run smoothly or at least as AI kicks in, trying to take control of these. The real problem is, as we mentioned before, is the overreach of AI through governments and big corporations. It's going to give us freedom and it's going to allow us to live longer. It's going to increase our education radically. It will The technology itself will make life easier, but it will also have far more control over us. So these things are going to be difficult to balance out. We're going to go into a very different world in the next... Uh, 10 years. It's going to be changing very rapidly. In the next five years, you'll already see the ra the rate of change and we'll have to figure out how we're going to handle it when it comes to the things that we've talking spoken about today. Uh, the design of cities and the, the gen different generations uh, living out longer and longer and longer. Uh, the population itself, whether it will start to decrease as people become more affluent. Um, if we're going to have revenue an income, a basic universal income, how that's going to be rolled out, if it'll work, uh, if it makes sense, uh, if it's an economic model that can be sustained. This is all yet to be seen and it's been going to be coming at us fast and furious. So those are some things to think about and that lifestyle is going to be very critical. You're going to start to think of different types of lifestyle and how you're going to spend your time will be very important in the future, especially as work starts to diminish the need for structuring time to work diminishes as, as it becomes more and more automated. But there are some bright areas and we have to always uh, hold thumbs to hope that things will go in the right direction and that uh, populations start being treated uh, more equitably. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll speak to you in the next episode to go over some more interesting topics. And if you want to, you can always go to john.harris.blog. Oh, sorry, johnarthurharris.blog.com and you can look at our blog there and you can always comment there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chat to you in the next episode.